Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. I'm your host, Brianna Wilson. I'm a certified dementia practitioner and the founder of Bamboo Care. So in today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about a pretty big hot topic, and that is navigating the battle of bathing. And honestly, it can be one of the biggest care challenges for dementia care partners. Now, in a previous podcast episode, episode number 45, I highlighted 11 reasons, it was like 10 in a bonus, why people with dementia may refuse to shower. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, I'm going to link that in the description box, and I highly encourage you to check it out, okay? For today's episode, what I want to do is highlight six things that you do not want to do when attempting to bathe someone with dementia. And then I wanna give you a little nugget of advice at the end, okay? So for those who may not know, we do have an upcoming webinar and live Q&A called Navigating the Battle of Bathing with Dignity and Success. And that will be hosted on June 27th at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And there will be a seven-day replay available. So even if you can't make it live, you'll definitely want to be sure to still register so that you can receive that replay. And I know for some of our listeners who are in other countries, it's like two or three o'clock in the morning for you guys. So if you want to still catch that replay, please be sure to register, okay? During the webinar, you will learn effective strategies to overcome bathing challenges, learn how to increase your partner's cooperation, promote independence, and discover helpful products and alternatives to traditional baths and showers. And again, this webinar is open to all care partners, no matter where you may be in the world, okay? Now, there is a $20 ticket fee, and that's in USD. We understand that any amount is an investment, and we definitely don't take any of your investments lightly, and we do try to make everything we offer as accessible as we can, whether it means offering it for free when we can or charging a reasonable fee for the offering, the time that's put into it, and the value that you will receive, okay? If you've been a follower of Bamboo Care for a while, you know I always say that I am not a salesy person because it's true. I will never blow up your email inbox and I will never guilt you into investing in something because that's just not my style. I just like to put the information out there and hope that those who need it most will learn about it, discover it, you know, and then make the decision for themselves. But with that being said, here is what I will say. If bathing is an area of care that you are struggling with, please do not let the ticket fee discourage you from attending. Our webinars are so much more than me just yapping at you for an extended period of time and then that's it. For one, you get a seven-day replay, which is already a perk, because I myself have signed up for plenty of webinars that I ended up not being able to attend, and then oftentimes there was no replay available, or if it was, it was only for two or three days, and so I still couldn't watch it. And I know why people and companies do this, but I personally don't like it, so we don't do that here at Bamboo Care, okay? Also, we try to make our webinars as interactive as possible to help keep you attentive and engaged and so you will see poll questions throughout and sometimes I ask quick yes or no questions that you can participate in by using the chat and we always provide resources and handouts 
to help you better implement what you've learned into your care journey. So for example, one of the resources that you will receive for this webinar is a bathing product and equipment guide that you will have at your fingertips even after the webinar is long over. You also have the opportunity to ask me any questions that you may have in real time. And when you confirm your registration, we also have a section that asks you about your biggest bathing challenge and if you have any specific questions. For those who register soon enough, I'm able to make sure that the webinar is addressing your specific concerns and questions if I'm able to. And for those who've registered after I finalize the presentation, again, there's always time to ask your questions at the end of the webinar. If you have time, I have time because I try not to schedule anything for myself after our webinars, okay? So again, if bathing is a challenge, please join us and let us help you, okay? And then just real quick, if you didn't know, we are currently hosting our seasonal release for Bamboo Dozens, where all of our previously released puzzles are available for a one-time individual purchase until June 22nd. So if you think your partner would enjoy and benefit from a beautiful, large 12-piece puzzle, definitely check out BambooDozens.com and see what we have available. Also, if you're interested in subscribing for July's puzzle, you can also do that through the website as well, okay? So let's go ahead and get into the topic at hand, six no-nos and an important little nugget at the end, okay? So there are so many issues that can come up with poor hygiene and not bathing, right? And the three biggest things is skin issues, infections, and odor, right? And so because of this, we can be a bit adamant about wanting to get a person with dementia to shower, especially the odor part, because after a while, people can begin to smell pretty strong. And then you notice it doesn't just linger on them, but also in the rooms they frequent, right? Which can be very upsetting to a lot of people. Now, what I've noticed is that when there is an odor present, regardless of how many days have passed, care partners are likely to feel what I call kind of like a false sense of urgency to convince their partner to shower. And so with this sometimes comes some unpreferred tactics because of the place that it's coming from, right? So number one, do not tell the person they haven't showered or tell them that they stink. Sometimes this happens because we think if we let them know, like, hey, it's been 10 days, you haven't showered, and you're beginning to smell, they will say, oh, really? Well, you're right. I better shower. But that's not what happens in most cases. What happens is that the person will become defensive, not believe you, and nothing gets accomplished. But now both of you are upset with one another, right? It's important to know that there comes a certain point where people living with dementia lose the ability to be self-aware. And this is due to changes in the brain and changes in the senses. So if I don't think I look dirty or unkempt and I can't smell myself, then I don't see a problem because I think I would know, right? I've never had a problem with that before. But that's not the case anymore. And so here lies part of the problem, okay? Number two is related to number one. And that is do not 
argue with or try to convince. And honestly, this goes for any topic. Just as strongly as you feel about whatever you're saying, they feel just as strongly about what they believe and what they are saying. So it's really going to be a lose-lose situation. You're going to go round and round in circles. It's going to be exhausting for the both of you. And it could potentially taint the relationship, which will likely make them less agreeable to more than just a shower, especially if this becomes a consistent pattern of communication. Number three is do not threaten or punish. So some examples that I've heard caregivers say is, if you don't shower, you're going to get an infection. Or if you don't shower, you can't come with us to XYZ. Now, some people don't see the problem with this because it can be effective. I'll admit that it can be effective. Mom or dad showers, and now everyone is seemingly happy. But what we have to think about is the tactics that are being used and the feelings that they are evoking. Why are these tactics even effective, okay? So when possible, we want to avoid fear-based tactics or manipulative exclusionary tactics because emotional memories are stronger than event memories and those bad feelings can end up spilling into other things or manifesting in other ways that you may not be able to connect right away. So let's just not do that to our partners because there are better ways, okay? Number four is do not ask, do you want to shower? Or are you ready for your shower? Are you ready to shower? The safest and least effortful answer is always no. And so that's the path that most people will take. If I say no, nothing about what I'm currently doing has to change. And so that's the safest answer. Plus, most people don't shower because they want to or are ready to. People usually shower because that's what they've been conditioned to do or they feel like they should or need to. So think about it. Why do you shower? Is it because you really want to, or is it because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do, or like you need to take a shower? So for example, if I've been around toxins or viruses or bacteria, whether it's environmental or because I've been at the hospital or something like that, then I should probably shower even when I don't feel like it. If I've been playing out in the garden and I'm sweaty and I have dirt and plant bits all on me, I should probably go shower even though I don't really want to because, well, I'm tired, right? You get where I'm going with this? Now, there are some people who do, in fact, want to shower. Showers or baths can be very relaxing for many people, but for others, that's not the motivation behind showering. So the way that you present showering or bathing and the language you use, the words you use, really does matter and can influence whether or not your partner is agreeable to bathing. Number five is do not move fast. I see this one quite a bit. If a person doesn't like to bathe, some people believe that moving quickly through the undressing and bathing tasks is the best method. After all, if I can move quick and get it done fast, then they don't have to be in distress for so long. But the quick movements could actually be making it worse and far more unpleasant for the person. 
because moving quickly can make people feel anxious, as if they have no control over their situation, or it can just be very overstimulating. So you may actually find that the person becomes even more combative or they're yelling even louder when you are moving quickly. So if timing is important, if you've determined that the time is an important aspect, the goal is to move efficiently, not necessarily quickly, okay? And then number six is do not continue the shower if your partner is clearly in distress. Now, there are definitely levels to this, but if the person is crying, screaming, and hitting, there is something about what is happening that the person does not like. These behaviors should not be normalized as a part of the bathing experience. So, if you are forcing a person through a shower, what you are really doing is giving them a torture session. And again, there's levels to it. But that's essentially what's happening. And if you can just imagine yourself in your partner's shoes and you are trying to communicate, no, stop, I don't like this, and the other person keeps going, what kind of emotions do you think would come up for you? How do you think you would feel? I imagine you wouldn't feel too good about it, right? So please do not prioritize the task over your partner. Immediately stop what you're doing, tune into what aspects of the task are distressing, and make adjustments accordingly, even if that means ending the bathing task altogether and trying again later or another day, okay? So hopefully what I've said makes sense. Now, if you are guilty of doing any of these things, please do not beat yourself up about it, okay? Please do not feel like you are not a good caregiver because that is not the case, okay? If your intentions were good, then your heart was likely in a good place and you were doing the best you could at the time, okay? So give yourself grace. It's okay. Now you know. And now with what you know, you can make efforts to do better, right? That's what it's all about. It's about doing the best you can while you're doing it. If you learn something that can make you better, you try your best to implement it and you just keep it going. This is such a long journey. So if you beat yourself up about every little thing that maybe you didn't do quote unquote right, this is going to be a very hard journey for you. So give yourself grace. Know that it's okay and the goal is to just do better, okay? So with that being said, here's my little nugget for you before we wrap up today's podcast. This is what I need you to know. If your partner is refusing to shower or becomes combative during a shower, it's typically because there is an unmet need and that need needs to be addressed. We cannot ignore any unmet needs, okay? And the tricky part is that there can definitely be more than one. So when it comes to this, your two best friends are going to be your eyes and your ears so that you can observe and listen to what your partner is trying to communicate and figure out if there's anything that you can do differently, either with your approach and the level of support you are providing or with the environment, okay? 
So if you want to get more information on the topic of bathing, please be sure to join us and get your ticket for the Navigating the Battle of Bathing with Dignity and Success webinar and live Q&A. Again, it will be hosted on Tuesday, June 27th at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. There will be a replay available and ticket sales in about two days before the event, okay? So I really do hope to see you all there. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope you found this podcast episode interesting and informative. If you do find our podcast helpful, please consider leaving us a review to help others find the podcast. If anyone has any questions, comments, or future podcast requests, remember you can send us an email at podcast at whatthedementia.com. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. We look forward to catching you on the next episode. Take care, and until next time, stay strong, care on, and remember, you are not alone. Bamboo Care is always here.